Hey fellow listeners, welcome to the Girl in My Mind podcast. I'm RP, your podcaster, and I hope you enjoy this episode of The Girl in My Mind. Now without further ado, let's get into this. The boy looked at me with a surprised stare. As he looked over at me, I could tell it wasn't much of a surprise I was chasing somebody. My hair had been ruffled up and my uniform had been stretched as well, and my shoes seemed to be burning from so much running. (laughs) I didn't care. With all the energy I had, I rushed over to the boy in a panic and in anger. I think he could tell I could tell, because as soon as I attempted to race over, he started backtracking through the air like trees. I wasn't letting him get away. Not this time. Ah, huh. uh, get back here. Are you the one who caused the blackout at the Haven? Hey, don't run away from me. Okay, maybe he should run. But whatever he was doing, I was going to get answers. As I chased him, I realized we had made a full circle from the trees and, and was heading back to the exiting side of the Haven. And I was about to be slammed onto the side of a wall. The boy rushed over to it, however. Was he crazy? The boy stopped running and his face had been neck to neck, closed in on the wall. I got you now, I thought, as I rushed to try and zap him with the crystal decorated zapper that we had been given at Mr. Sterling's speech. Just before I could pin him and catch him on the wall, he crazily jumped onto the ceiling, making me slam onto the side of the wall. Ooh, that gotta hurt. Are you okay? He asked, bending over, looking down at this raging girl, ready to pounce at him. I'll get you, okay? Just wait till I get up there, I screamed, trying to clench the bricks of the haven to try in the hopes of trying to climb up there. All right, that's enough of that, I heard him mutter. What did he even mean by that? I heard, before my head started spinning and suddenly everything had turned dark. My eyes slowly started to wake up. I could tell we had been in the same place. The same pink skies and airy floor I saw, followed by the clear of air-like trees that's twigs looked like they had been damaged by what looks like a lot of attempts to try and grab a person. I looked over to the side to see the boy smirking, trying to understand the color scheme of my uniform and figure me out exactly what I was and what I was doing. Looks like the roles have reversed themselves, Angel. And what secrets have you exactly been carrying under your halo? Ha <laughs> ha. I could ask him the same thing, I thought, trying to ignore his questions as I tried to grab my taser. Other than my, any taser, I could only grab vines from airy trees. It came to me that I was tied up. Looks like you're in a sticky situation, he joked, trying to get me to laugh while I was trying to escape from captivity. You don't know much, do you? The more you struggle, the more you risk getting your head chopped off. Eep! I guess I don't, I responded, still trying to figure out at least a few details about the mysterious character, with general questions, of course. I tried asking him about what he was doing. Was he recruited? Did he do any of this willingly? Ha, well, I'm just a lonely traveler. And if I was recruited, I don't think I would tell you. If I was, besides... Backup would have been here by now, don't you think? You know, if I was recruited. The boy squatted down to talk to me. Now, 
as if he had known the vines had weakened, trying to tie them back onto my wrists. Were you the one who short-circuited our panel? If so, why'd you do it? I asked bluntly. I know it may have been a little awkward, but I didn't have anything to really form a conclusion or theory about who he was at this point. Should I really be caring? Maybe he was running because that's just a thing people do, maybe when they're scared? Well, I guess I can tell you that I was a part of it. And you? Seriously? Was he actually serious? How could he ask me about my day when he literally had just confessed? I suddenly remembered that feeling of being accused of breaking the panel, or, and I started trying to break loose from the tree's ivy chains. Why you, when I get my taser on you, you're due for an appointment at the Angel's Haven, and maybe even court. That's right, we can do that, I shared, still squirming to get my taser. My hand's movement was stiff in the vines, but my wrist, on the other hand, was free enough to try and click the, the alarm on the taser. Hey, you... I really think that an appointment may come sooner than you think, I blabbed. He looked back at me with a serious glance. I could only imagine the shock he must have been feeling inside, considering an angel who had never made contact with the outside world and had her hands literally tied was still able to get resources. You know what? You're really crazy for attention. I get it, though I don't think I'd enjoy that very much, he argued, trying to slowly backtrack from me and run towards his way to escape. Oh no, he didn't. I pressed the button on the charm, and a call was immediately sent to the rest of the angels. He reached over for some kind of powder. It glistened over the setting stars and planets. As the blue powder started racking, wrapping me gently in a familiar, lazy feeling, all I remember was hearing a whisper. See you soon, he whispered, running away before everything got dark, got dark again. Hours later, I woke up in a daze, still getting the ropes off, but I'm not sure I knew that yet. All I really could hear was a lot of rambling. Before, you unlawful brat, how many times must I explain to you that these imperfections will only lead to your downfall? I can definitely guarantee that maybe a reboot is in progress. B4743.25, why I'd... It was Mr. Sterling. Of course he'd find me. Hmm, what's going on? Wait, where is... I tried to talk to the boy, but he wasn't there. It was only Mr. Sterling. It looked like he had other plans when I tried to talk to Mr. Sterling, though. I could only hear a few mutters, but I knew enough another angel had whispered in his ear. About the, about the intruder, maybe? and had been asked for me to submit myself to inspection to make sure I was okay, and then interrogation. Still in a haze, I retreated back to my sleeping quarters to be ready for the next day. Using the key I also had, I unlocked the door to my dorm upside down. My feelings seemed to rise and fall at the same time. It was like being on one of those human rides. A roller coaster going up and down served me right from having expectations, I guess. The way, the hope of having something better and bigger than 
anything I could ever imagine. The answers were all in that boy, I thought. That's what made me rise every time for some reason. Whether it was anger or frustration, it still made me smile. Just a bit. My feet dragged when going back inside the haven. Where were you? What did you see? Why were you tied up? What was it like? I had gotten, but I was too tired to even answer anything. The day had dawned, and like all the other angels, I had gotten to the chance to finally get some time to sleep, or for some, to keep dreaming about what had just happened in their lives. I had already, I had already sunk into the stiff mattress trying to think about everything I've done today. There was something about that powder that made my mind a puzzle, trying to find the pieces missing in the so-called conversations and sites for the interrogation. Interrogation, I'd almost forgotten. What was I supposed to even say? Ugh, it's that boy's fault. I had gotten, I hadn't gotten anything other than just another crazy theory for all the faculty cared. I couldn't get rebooted. Suddenly, what seemed like thumping was actually thumping. I wasn't delusional, or at least not yet. Anyways, what now? My mind pounded with ideas. Was it faculty? Or was it Mr. Sterling? What do I do this time? Alright. Already awake, I decided to check out what might have been going on. Sneaking out once might have been a problem for past before, but now my heart just seemed to crack with curiosity. I tiptoed out of my room and across the corridor to the exit, this time taking my taser and my key again, hiding them in a more secure in more secure pockets and dodging the newly put security system that had been put after my er uh, escape. As I got closer to the exit, I could smell the familiar fragrance of flowers and sky blue. Of course, it would be him. Why wouldn't it be? I barged through the exit doors as carefully as I could, looking up to see none other than the boy himself. What are you doing here? I already got in trouble twice. I'm not going to get in trouble for a third time. And you're, unless you're ready to fess up what you know, I yelled without even saying a proper hello. I told you I'd see you soon. Could you be quiet? I can't leave till I get info on you, he whispered. Just leave, please. I know I can't get answers from you, so why do you think you would from me? I put my foot down, trying to reason with him. I guess he was just as stubborn. Fine, we'll just do something for proof we fought or something. Like throwing throwing a throwing contest or something? I, ran, I randomly selected an object from my pocket. Since I do keep a few knickknacks in there, the boy peeled off a badge off his coat, and we agreed to throw it in the opposite direction, as proof we had either escaped each other or had just fought so hard we both ran away from each other. There, we can finally leave each other alone, I said, relieved by the fact by the fact I didn't have to take any more. Wait a minute, where was... Hey kid! I managed to call out to the boy one last time. Where was my key?
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Girl in My Mind. Make sure to tune in every Sunday to listen to newly uploaded episodes and make sure to share this podcast with friends and family. This is RP, your podcaster, signing off. Till next time, and remember to stay mindful.